Welcome, everyone, to the Robin Walter Show. God bless you. We have so much to fit in today. In fact, I want to start with a quick announcement. There is so much going on, I can no longer fit this into one program. I just can't. Uh, For those of you who listen by podcast, you may be getting uh, an additional program during a week, maybe two additional programs. They aren't going to be 56 minutes long. They could be 8 minutes long. They could be 18 minutes long. Um, whatever it is that needs to be said and done, I'm going to do and say at that time. So um, just kind of know that you're, you may have more hitting your inbox, so to speak. Uh, everyone else listening on terrestrial stations, you will get your weekly program, but I don't have additional space on those various stations to fit in programs of varying lengths. So the weekend program, which distributes on Friday, airs on Saturday uh, on the West Coast. That will continue. The podcast will continue, but there may be additional podcasts, most likely will. I have got to slow down on what it is I'm covering. I'm just trying to cover too much, and there's just too much happening. So I've just got to slow it down, break it down, and then have multiple broadcasts to get what needs to be distributed out to everyone. Um, Just real quickly, though, it's uh, you're looking for a podcast alternative. It is The Robin Walter Show with spaces between it. Hit the podcast button on your iPhone, and you will pull it up uh, on a whole bunch of things. I was with a party in Florida this last week, and they said, how do do I get your program? And I said, I don't know. They had had Alexa, so let's just try it. So we just said, you know, the Robin Walter Show podcast, boom, there it popped up on Amazon.com. So it's actually very easy to get via podcast. Of course, you can listen when you want, how for however much you want. But I also, uh, we have strong followings in California and Nevada uh, for the regular radio stations. So those will continue. It's just that we're going to expand. If you have any comments, thoughts, suggestions, or criticisms, you may reach me at Robin Walter Show. Robin Walters Show at gmail.com. That's Robin Walters Show at gmail.com. First thing I want to start with today is a little bit of a public service announcement. Periodically, it comes around, especially whenever the left gets going wild, which it has been, when the devil is running loose, running amok, uh, creating chaos amongst us because that's what the devil does. He's a divider. He's not a uniter. Joe Biden talked about let's all come together. What he means is all come over to my side, same as Barack Obama would say, let's get together, which means you guys give up your position, come over to my side, and then we'll unite. Well, I thought Obama was a great divider, and he was, but he was nothing compared to uh, Joey No Brains Biden. That guy is the biggest divider there ever was. Satan does that. It's like United Methodist Church. I grew up in the United Methodist Church. The church is at war because of all things homosexual. The queer marriage, you name it, the homosexual adoptions, the transvestitism, all that garbage, which is from the pit of hell, and they, don't, they can't figure out why they can't get along. Well, they let Satan in the door. He's a divider. 
churches splitting, denominations going all over the place, as it should be. I wouldn't hang around and stay around that, that old town too long if that's the way a church is going. But when this happens, that the left is running amok, something periodically pops up. It's popping up again, and I want to give you a strong caution to not buy into it. And it's called the Convention of the States Petition. It is starting to circulate madly now, the Convention of the States Petition. You sign the petition. Of course, all you're on is an email. It's actually a clickbait, but... But the purpose of this is to form a convention of the states to reconsider the Constitution so that it can be more uh, more tightly drawn to prevent what is going on. It's bogus. I want to tell you, it comes across as a... They try to fake it as they're conservative, but it is fueled by the left. Keep in mind a couple of things here. First of all, the left hates the Constitution, and that's why they have left-wing judges. It's why Joe says, hey, I'm just going to issue executive orders if Roe v. Wade is turned around. They hate the Constitution. It's It's a huge speed bump on the way to socialism. They despise it. They can't get things passed through the uh, populace through the Congress, so that's why they've pushed for left-wing judges to ram, cram, slam, and jam it down our throats. And they've done a darn good job on it. And now that we have Roe v. Wade maybe turning around, they can't stand what they perceive to be an activist judge, even though they aren't activist judges. They are simply returning the Constitution to what it was intended to be interpreting it as the founders drafted it. You don't like it, do a constitutional amendment. But don't bring out left-wing judges doing crappy impersonations of Darth Vader, reigning on high and breathing threatenings from the bench. But that's what they do. Do not sign this petition. Do not fall for it because it is it is a left-wing thing. First of all, the laws aren't being enforced. We wouldn't have the gun problems we have if the gun laws were enforced. The left passes them because they keep incrementally getting closer to the confiscation of guns, but then they purposefully do not enforce them so that the problem gets worse, necessitating more gun laws. Proof of point? Fast and furious with Barack Hussein Obama. The delivery of semi-automatic weapons to the Mexican drug cartels, this has been proven, proof positive, so that they can find their way back into the U.S. and be traced to the killing of border agents, and therefore, let's stop the manufacture of those kinds of weapons. Because look, they're finding it into the hands of the Mexican cartel, which was by design. So, Joey No Brains, before you push gun control and want to get rid of our AR-15s, why did you leave behind 350,000, not semi-automatics, true weapons of war, automatic M-16s and other uh, military weapons in Afghanistan? You walked away from 350,000, and you're trying to take them away from law-abiding citizens? Yeah, there are, there are those nut jobs that are out there, and we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. I'm not going to go back to that, but 
The left will say, well, those are in Afghanistan. That's not a concern. Well, sure it is. First of all, we blew and left behind $80 billion worth of, harbor, of, of hardware. What do you think with our poorest borders of 10, 12,000 people a day coming across, nothing being enforced, how many of those 350,000 truly automatic military weapons simply walk across the border with those carrying them? The Mexican cartel is probably bidding on them from the Taliban. 350,000. They don't need that many. They're going to sell them, export them to dump this country. And Joey Biden should be impeached on about 27 different charges, the least of which are gazillion deaths that are occurring in this country because he hates this country. And the left hates it so much that everything that's happening, I'm sick and tired of hearing people on the air say, how could they possibly do this? What's wrong with their mind? Get over it. It's intentional. They want the destruction of the United States. They want the destruction of a country founded and rooted in Judeo-Christian values because it's holding up and interfering with the socialist revolution, the Great Reset under Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. So they're not, first of all, they're not going to enforce... They don't enforce the laws we have, so forget a convention of the state's petition to change the laws. We have good laws. Point number three on this, it does not matter what constitution you have or what laws you have if bad people are in charge. Fact. I'm going to give you a biblical example and just bring it right into this last week. In two weeks, Israel had the perfect law, the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments, the perfect law. How could anything from God be anything less than perfect? The country went south. The country got first into rampant adultery, but it went into incest. It went into uh, offering up your children as sacrifices to the god Molech, the common day abortion. They, or they went deeply into queer sex, and they went into bestiality. And when you get to Leviticus 18, God says something that he only says once in all of the Bible. He said, because you have done this, Israel, because you are worse than the countries that I threw out to make room for you when you came into Israel, I am going to puke you out of the land. That's right. The only place where God brings up puke that he is going to vomit is because of the sexual sins and debauchery of Israel. So when bad people in charge, it doesn't matter what the law is. Gavin Newsom was trying to officiate over a homosexual wedding when it was clearly against the law. He couldn't give a rat's rear end about the law. Joe Biden doesn't give a rat's rear end about the law. He's got all these protesters outside the Supreme Court justices' homes when it is clearly, absolutely criminal, a felony. But what's the FBI busy doing? They're arresting some guy from January 6th on a misdemeanor. Seriously? The FBI is dinking around arresting people for misdemeanors? Joey's got his goon squad. There are probably a lot of good DOJ people, a lot of good FBI age people, but they're not in charge, and they may no longer even be the majority. They're just trying to keep their job, sucking it up to, to uh, Joey baby. 
So don't fall for that. I did not want to get into the January 6th issue of the spirited protest. I watched last night the comedy show brought to you by Wayne and Schuster. I mean Pelosi and Schumer. Of what everything Trump did wrong and blah, blah, blah. I couldn't, I, I, I picked up what I could stand of it before I was ready to hurl. I mean, it is just, it is, it, it's, it's, it's shameful, it's a sham, it's ridiculous, and I am hoping and praying it gloriously backfires. So I have stayed away from it because I couldn't stand it any more than what I could take, but I've also stayed away from it because people with a bigger microphone than I have have covered it very well from Sean Hannity basically to Tucker Carlson and Mark Levin. <clears throat> So I can't add to that except for just a few things that I want to bring out that I don't think they have brought out. In fact, I know Tucker Carlson and, and Hannity don't bring it out in a forthright manner. People have said that they are tiring of Trump's uh, continuous barrage about the election was stolen. I am not one of them, and here's why. As long as they continue this charade called the January 6th Select Committee, select meaning Nancy Pelosi picked only the kinds of people who would be shills for her. That's the word select. We select who we want. We don't want anybody who actually has the cojones to speak the truth. We want lemmings on this committee, and that's what she's got, including uh, Liz Cheney, who is behind gloriously by 28 points in Wyoming. Take a hike, Liz, but she's only getting pimped and primed and pumped up for some job with CNN. We know where she's going. Um, but I didn't have much to say. But people said, well, we're, we're tiring, or people are saying, like I'm saying, that other people are saying that they're tiring of Trump's election fraud Stories. Well, as long as this January 6th committee continues, the election fraud argument needs to continue. Trump could give it up, but the January 6th committee would give it up, but they're not going to do it. Number one, it was absolutely clear that the election was, in fact, stolen. And if you don't believe it, you have no place to voice that opinion until you watch the most documented documentary ever produced, 2,000 Mules. Get it. I haven't talked with anybody who hasn't been absolutely blown away with over 4 million, 4 million minutes of video coverage of leftist stuffing ballot boxes in Arizona, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Michigan. Four critical states. Unbelievable. So as long as Pelosi continues to prostitute her way across the left-wing platform, the January 6th committee lies continuing all around it, then Trump needs to keep pushing on. Because the bottom line here is that the only reason that the left has just gone into this ridiculous overdrive this is what the devil does. He gets ahead of steam, but then he overdoes it and blows his own cover. Why they are overdosing on this January 6th thing is because they are scared out of their 
underwear that Trump is returning. Scared to death of DT's return. The fear, the hysteria on steroids as the panic sets in, as they just push onward and onward, they think we got to take it up another notch and then another notch and then another notch because Trump won't quit. This is why I like Trump continuing. And hear me on this. I understand it's an old story, but it's a true story. And if it doesn't get corrected in 2022, we're done forever as a republic. Now, one of the programs I'm going to redo is the absolute inevitability, but ultimately the necessity, necessity, necessitivity. Um, Leave it to me. I can make them up as I go along, folks. Words. The necessity of some states having to leave the union in order to save the union. I wish I could go into it. It's why we have to do multiple programs. All right. On to, I need to cover a couple of things on abortion before we get to a couple of other things here dealing with, and they're going to blow you away, what came out of the World Economic Forum these last couple of weeks in Davos, Switzerland, by the most powerful person in the world. You don't think so? Look up Klaus Schwab, K-L-A-U-S-S-C-H-W-A-B. He's ahead of the World Economic Forum. You think Bill Gates is the most powerful? You think Elon Musk is the most powerful? Forget it. These guys all suck up to Klaus Schwab. He is in charge of the World Economic Forum, which is in charge of the whole great reset process. And they are so ridiculously bold about it, it's unbelievable. But first, so uh, the... Department of Homeland Security, which isn't worth two cents if you're a conservative. They've targeted us. It's obvious. It's clear. Going all the way back to Janet Napolitano. Remember when she was a, she was ahead of it? Janet Incompetano, who said our real, our real concern formed because of maniacal Muslims blowing up and killing a bunch of Americans overseas invaders, and she identified the real risk as being domestic right-wing extremism. Fortunately, she's gone, and she's gone to where she needs to go, to the California University system, where um, they don't mind having additional mire being added to their mud. Well, when it comes down to the Department of Homeland Security, and I've shared this before, When George W. announced that, he was going to form that right after 2001, after 9-11, my wife would testify to this, that I was fighting back the tears in the family room where I was watching the announcement because the Holy Spirit, God showed me that the creation, instantly, snap of a finger instant, that the Department of Homeland Security in a relatively short period of time would be would turn against us and it would become a Gestapo-like organization within our government to be used against our own citizens. And when did I first say that? About 2007. I went on the air in 2005. It was 2007 or 2008 that I first said it, and it has come true. 
Now, the Department of Homeland Security is coming out and saying we need to watch out for the post-U.S. Supreme Court announcement and the violence that's going to occur. All of which needs uh, me to interject something from Nancy. I'm a prostitute for the left, Pelosi, comment the other day where she came out and said very matter-of-factly and assuredly that people could rest assured that there wouldn't be protests this weekend around the homes of the justices that she hates because she hates life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. She loves control, control, and the third thing she likes, which is control. How does Nancy Baby know that there's not going to be protests if she isn't pulling the strings, if she's not giving the orders, if she isn't just the delivery slot for George Soros? How does she know? How could she? She is stupid. And when she isn't on, when it isn't stupidity on steroids, she's drunk. And she floats between stupid and stupor. And sometimes they blend. You can't really tell what part of her is talking like, you know, hey, we got to hurry up and pass this bill so we can read it and find out what's in it. Those stupid things, which she now denies, but we all have it on tape. Now, don't worry, there won't be any protests this weekend around the homes of the Supreme Court justices. Why? Because she's going to encourage the DOJ to actually enforce the law and arrest those yin-yangs on the left? Sorry about the redundancy. The left are your yin-yangs. Apologize. I don't like to re re use redundant phrases. How does she know if she weren't in the know? So, back to the DHS. So we have had 62 million kids killed in the womb. And now um, the DHS says, you know, if we have, there are two things that are fueling domestic violence. And of course, that uh, Nimrod, Eric Holder, comes out and says, the reason we have all the violence is because of gerrymandering. I told that to a party the other day because I just wanted to see their jaw drop to the floor. They were speechless. How on earth? Is this the Peter principle? You rise to the level of your incompetence? <laughs> well, they've risen above their level of competence, that's for sure, because there was none to begin with. But they come out and say that throughout the summer and the midterm election season, Fueled by election year misinformation and potential violence surrounding our upcoming Supreme Court ruling on abortion rights, we are making the following announcement. Election misinformation, what, what might that be? The freedom of the press, where actually some places, like this little puny radio program, gets to speak the truth, calling it misinformation? Quote, DHS, threat actors have recently mobilized to violence due to factors such as personal grievances, reactions to current events, and adherence to violent extremist ideologies, including racially or ethnically motivated or anti-government, anti-authority, violent extremism. End quote. National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin on this Tuesday. 
Well, what do you mean? Do you mean like we're, you're warning us against more Antifa, more BLM, against which you did not do jack squat crap diddly? You let it go because all the violence you thought fueled the the uh, defeat of Donald Trump, but now Joey Biden, since you conceived a monster, you can't control the monster that you conceived? Who do you think they're talking about? Anti-government, anti-authority, violent extremism. They're talking about, they can't quit talking about Charlottesville from three or four years ago, which wasn't what it, what they say it was. They said that the killer in Uvalde, the killer in Buffalo, was an example of white Christian nationalism, even though the killer in Buffalo hates Christians. It's on his, it's on his uh, whatever you call it, his bio piece that he, he broadcast. He hated Trump. He hates Republicans. He hates Christians. He hates Jews. He also hates blacks. But that is hardly white Christian nationalism. The shooter, are you kidding me, in Uvalde, the, the Hispanic guy who's got a uh, stuck-on-true opioids, steroids, mother and deadbeat dad who nobody has seen. He's got no father figure. He's Hispanic. He's a, he, he's the example of white Christian nationalism. Christians are the enemy of the state. These days, isn't any question about it to the state. They go on to say the officials noted that those harboring grievances over the 2020 election and fueled by misinformation may feel compelled to respond to the election season using violence. You see, they're still going back to January 6th. It's all they got. And they don't even have that. If the truth came out, the FBI said there's no connection between anything Trump did and that event, the spirited protest, of which the only person who was directly killed as in homicide, they said there were five deaths, four deaths had were not homicides. The only death is where an armed black cop shoots an unarmed white lady. That's the only violence inside the Capitol. That was a homicide, the death of a human by another human. But the, the left lies, they deceive there were five deaths associated with this. Well, yeah, if you want to talk about the heart attack of the guy out in the parking lot and you want to talk about this or that, but not shooting deaths, not somebody dying because they got beaten up. All they care about is a concern, and what they're concerned about is the truth. They cannot suppress the truth. And my goodness, did you hear earlier? Watch 2,000 Mules. And Fox, shame on them to not have the guts to even mention that because they don't want to be on the side of the media that says that the election was stolen. Because once that is, it is clearly, convincingly proven that it was in fact stolen, then they might have more violence. Because you might have to make sure that all these left-wing jackasses that are stuffing ballot boxes through four states and stole the election, maybe it needs to be, maybe we need armed people at the ballot boxes. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to ensure fair elections. But if we don't get it right soon, it's gone. We're no longer. I mean, it's amazing that the left is, is destroying democracy 
in the attempt to allegedly save democracy. What a pack of liars. i got to tell you something. This is going to sound harsh. If either one of my children decided that they were going to switch from their, their strong Christian convictions and go left and start pushing left-wing things, I would disinherit them. It's biblical. Let a faithful servant share in the inheritance of a wicked son or a wicked daughter. You would not believe the questions I get. Having done some estate planning work, and I still do some, people, what do you do about uh, children that do not share your values? values are decidedly on the left. In fact, they hate you. They're, they despise what you're doing. Well, you do what uh, others have done, and that is you take them out of the will. I don't mean take them out. Take them out of the will. Hope they come back. Hope they repent. Why would should you bless them with money enough to... The Robin Walter Show is a listener-supported program. Your contribution goes to help as many people as possible to hear that the Word of God has answers to help you survive and even thrive in the dark days ahead in this country. We pledge to bring you the critical information you need to make informed decisions in this age where big tech and big media have conspired to rid our country of everything Christian. Please send your support to The Robin Walter Show. P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. Or go to robinwalter.net and use PayPal. That's The Robin Walter Show. P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. Or robinwalter.net and use PayPal. Thank you. Uh, we are back. This is the Robin Walter Show. Love that song. Mr. Arthur Conley. I've got the record. Atco Labor. It's yellow and white. One of my most valuable possessions, I think, is my f- collection of 45s, of which I have about 350. Thank you to a few older brothers who bought them, didn't want them, and I inherited them. Or, though I'm not sure that I actually told them I inherited them. But uh, anyway, so... I need to come back to this Department of Homeland Security because this shows you just how much the FBI, DHS, DOJ, they are left-wing goon squads increasingly all the time. Our own government has become our, our domestic enemy, number one, trying to destroy the Constitutional Republic and doing a darn good job at it. Quoting, continue from the National Terrorism Advisory System about all the violence that is soon to occur in the United States, but without question, fingering only the left, even though the ones that have caused hundreds of millions and billions of dollars of damage, has been exclusively 100% the left, called Antifa and burn, loot, and murder, sometimes known as BLM, and various other scumbag radicals. Continuing, quote, 
Given a high-profile U.S. Supreme Court case about abortion rights, individuals who advocate both for and against abortion, note that, have, on public forums, encouraged violence, including against government, religious, and reproductive health care personnel and facilities, as well as those with opposing ideologies. End quote. Where have the people who have are pro-life, when, look, nobody's, I don't think there's anybody that scours the Internet to get the truth on these stories more than I. Because i got to do my own research. Others, whether it's Sean, Mark, all those guys who are a lot better than I am, got bigger microphones, they do have people doing the research. They don't have to scour like I scour. I have yet once to find anything on any website suggesting going out and blowing up abortion clinics or going out there and beating the crap out of the protesters that are protesting outside the Supreme Court justices' homes or going out there and providing information so that they could dox losers like Sotomayor or Kagan and the left-wing lemmings on the Supreme Court or doxing and putting out where Pelosi lives or Schumer lives or Adam Schiffless lives or going right on down the line. There is none of that. They sort of have to have this equivocal approach to say, well, there is violence on both sides. Well, if there is, it's 99% on one and one on the other. But they present it as though it's 50-50. Hey, tell me, Department of Homeland Security, who is vandalizing the churches that are getting vandalized? Who are, is it that's going into churches like Joel Osteen's last week and then they do something pornographic and, and, and start dropping F-bombs about reproductive rights? Is the rights, are the conservatives doing that? Are they firebombing pro-life clinics, which happened this last week? No, 100% of the violence is by the left. But you have these goons at DHS suggesting that this is somehow an equivocal situation. It's an equal situation. They somehow see fit to compare two years of Antifa and BLM riots with two hours of trespass in the Capitol. Their goal clearly, is the dissemination of misinformation themselves by the government. I'm going to finish with the last quote. I spent more time on this, but so you are warned that when you get these bulletins, don't be deceived. Quote, individuals in online forums that routinely promulgate domestic, violent, extremist, and conspiracy theory-related content have praised the May 2022 mass shooting at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas, and encouraged copycat attacks. Others have seized on the event to attempt to spread disinformation and incite grievances, including claims that it was a government-staged event meant to advance gun control measures, end quote. So this is your Department of Homeland Security, who couldn't give a rat's rear end about the security of anyone other than leftists and their own tushes of other government employees. And this is what I would do. If I were president 
And Congress submitted a, bu- a, a budget. This is the only way, Donald, you can drain the swamp. He went in there to drain the swamp. I'm going to come back to this piece, but this is, I'm digressing for a reason. I am going to follow this rabbit down this path. Trump made a big, he's made a couple of mistakes. He grew the budget, which he should not have. I mean, the deficit, budget deficit. He grew it, the national debt. He shouldn't have done it. Nothing like, nothing like Joe, who's printing money like uh, he's got a copy machine in his basement to run off the bills. But the fact is, Trump thought he could drain the swamp by a number of ways, none of which could work, and he avoided the only way that could work. The only way you can drain the swamp. And here's how it must be done. And I'm sharing this because nobody on the network talks about it. If the president has to veto the budget when it comes along and says, no, I will pass the budget when there is a 45% cut in the budget of the DOJ, a 38% cut in the budget of the Department of Homeland Security, and a 32% cut in the budget of the FBI and of the Department of... The only way you can drain the swamp is to drain the budgets of those who are caught in pig holler there with their snout in the trough, continuing to ask for more money all the time. It's the only way, Donald, or it's the only way anybody who's in there, if you could be in there in, uh, as a Republican, instead of Donald. But they go back. i got to finish with this, and i got to get down to Klaus Schwab here. Individuals in online forums that routinely promulgate domestic violence, extremism, and conspiracy theory related content. Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory was that actually Trump was in cahoots with Russia. But there's no theory. It's real conspiracy that Hillary Clinton, Hillary Rodham, R-O-T-T-E-M, Clinton, was the conspiracy-related facts. I bet that is the conspiracy. The theory was Trump. The facts are with dealing with Clinton. But conspiracy theory-related content, which they're talking about, all those people who think that the election was stolen, which it was, all those nimrods out there, foolish, silly people who won't believe and sit down and listen to Andy, Andy Cooper, Donnie, Donnie Lemon, won't listen to those guys who praised the mass shooting. Where has anybody praised the mass shooting of the elementary school in Uvalde? Who is out there encouraging copycat attacks? Those who seized on the event to spread disinformation and cite grievances, including claims it was a government-staged event meant to advance gun control measures. End quote. Here's what's happening. This is what's happening. These people who have said that are few and far between, and they're from the left. They're from the left. So that the left can say these are the red flags, false flags. They come out like all the Democrats who have formed uh, pseudo-Republican organizations to defeat Joe Lombardo in the Republican primary in Nevada. 
They're from the left. They're false flags. These are organizations that will probably Soros funded. Who knows what? But they will send out these things, few in number, but they got. It's got to constitute one tenth of one percent of all the information that's out there, so that DHS can say that this is happening, that people are claiming that it was a government staged event meant to advance gun control measures. They have to lie to be able to then fuel the next lie. These are not conservatives saying any of this. The number of true conservatives saying any of this is zero. It's the left saying a little bit so that they can turn around and beat up the left or beat up the conservatives with more gun measures. Example, they have learned and learned well from Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler wanted to seize control. He couldn't do it, but there was a common enemy or somebody he could make an enemy that was in Germany, and they were the communists. So what did Hitler do? He had the Reichstag burned, which was the lower house of, of legislation in Germany and blamed it on the communists so that it was a lie so that Hitler could gain power allegedly against the communists, but he used it against the U.S. citizens. Same thing. This is a Reichstag red flag, false flag moment by the left. Let's create a few bogus comments so that we can say that there's this equivalence out there. There's this equivalence that will cause the... Uh, people to really hate anything on the right, and we, in the name of the Department of Homeland Security, can go after them because they're the real enemies, even though they are bogus enemies. Okay, end of story. Moving on. Klaus Schwab, remember the most powerful man in the whole world. This is going to shock you to your core. And if it doesn't, you're brain dead. You just, I mean, okay, three stories, and I'm going to ramp it up with each one. The first one, the World Economic Forum, which just closed in Davos, Switzerland. It's where all the big wigs and all the mucky mucks from all over the world get together to f- figure out how they can t- take control of the world, right? It's just, it's a more sophisticated event than pinky and the brain. Hey, brain, what are we going to do tomorrow? Same thing we did today, pinky. We're going to try to take over the world. Well, that's where your Bill Gates and all of those types show up because it's a real big deal. But the one pulling the strings is Klaus Schwab, the head of the whole thing, and he is bad news. So the first thing they did when they had press freedom panel, a press freedom panel. And I'm going to just quote here real quickly from WorldNet Daily to condense this. They said, rumors, falsehoods, division, and hate speech should be suppressed. By social media algorithms, so they can maintain a freedom of the press, so said the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum panel, which was held in collaboration with Time Magazine, featured the head of Soros-backed Human Rights Watch, Kenneth Roth, who argued that social media should not focus on banning or overtly censoring disagreeing or those who disagree with the mainstream official media. No, don't do it overtly, but create algorithms that we can manipulate in order to promote content and form a subset of society for journalism. Subset of society. 
to convey information as carefully as possible to the public. What had they come out and openly said, openly admitted, that do not do it openly, do it secretly, do it covertly so people don't know that they're being bamboozled. We're going to seduce them with information subtly, covertly, and then we will change the subset of society over to where we can then can sim simply control all of the media, but we can't get there too fast and too openly. Goodness sakes. Okay, add to that. Now, number two. The globalists here, led by the former New Zealand Prime Minister, Helen Clark, who's on the same panel with, gee, Bill Gates and a few other mucky mucks, have said that the United Nations, and she was the head of the United Nations Development Program, whatever that means, acknowledged, and she said, quote, people are over COVID, and the political and popular support for anti-pandemic measures is waning. So she said, we are in danger of losing this moment for transformative change, end quote. We're losing the moment for transformative change. And so the solution, according to Helen Baby, is we need to give more global entities power, starting with the World Health Organization, because people are over COVID, and that was our tool to begin the transformative change to international global reset to, de to destroy and transform countries that have been dependent upon their own sovereignty from independent nations to global entities. Number three. The mark of the beast, interesting thing, uh, maybe on steroids, well, I don't know. I don't know how, we're not there quite yet, but this is how quickly we are getting. We're back to the World Economic Forum. Pfizer CEO, this guy should be on the FBI's 10 most wanted list, Albert Borla. So a few years ago when he went to the World Economic Forum in Davos, I think it was 2018 or 19, he mentioned that, uh, and, and these comments have really gone viral, but he backed them up recently, that he talked about the means by which to control people. So you see the order of the articles I'm giving you, from heavy to burdensome. He said, quote, it is basically what we're talking about, a biological chip that is in a, in a tablet. So you take this tablet and it dissolves into your stomach. It sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of this and the compliance. Now, I'm quoting. This is from the World Economic Forum. Albert Borla, Pfizer CEO. That doesn't concern you. So imagine the applications and the compliance capability. The insurance companies, they will want to know the medicines that patients should take, and do they take them? This is a fascinating way as to monitor that. And what can happen is very fascinating. And he goes on to say, 
Well, no, no. He, he goes on to say a whole bunch of things, but in the interest of time, I'm going to have to cut out Albert, fat Albert here, so we can get on to others uh, that are even more critical in this debate because the question that arises is what other pills are the governments going to have an interest in having people take so they can control you? Now, we move to just two weeks ago. If you have hair, it should stand on its end when I'm done with this. There is a guy by the name of Yuval Noah Harari. He is a top advisor to the World Economic Forum's founder and executive chairman, a name we've heard a few times today, Klaus Schwab. So this guy is the top advisor to the most powerful person in the world. Is Klaus Schwab the Antichrist? No, I don't think so. Um, but Harari, a top advisor. So you know that Harari is not saying what I'm about to read to you without Klaus Schwab's uh, imprint on it. He said to the panel last week, COVID, quote, COVID is critical because this is what convinces people to accept to legitimize total biometric surveillance. We need not just to monitor people. We need to monitor what's happening under their skin. Under their skin. Now, I want to insert something here before I go on to Harari's comment on six, 60 Minutes that he made to Andy, Andy Cooper. In the book of Revelation, it says that the, the Antichrist will rule by way of something, the number 666, something that is either in your hand or in your forehead. In other words, under your skin. Writers, uh, uh, people translating scripture about 40 years ago, went from the King James Version to the New King James Version and simply changed the word in your hand or in your forehead to on your hand or on your forehead because apparently they concluded that somehow the Bible had to be wrong. Guess what? God's right. You're wrong, you translators. Had to be wrong because there was no possible way that you could actually insert something into your skin, under your skin, to be the mark of the beast. They were wrong. Go back to the King James. Forget the new King James. Losers. They changed it. He said, Harari said to Andy Cooper, what we have seen so far is corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase in surveillance is that surveillance is going under our skin. Now, this is the advisor to the most top advisor to the most powerful man in the world. Continuing, Harari said, quote, we now see mass surveillance systems established even in democratic countries, which previously rejected them. We also see a change in the nature of surveillance. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. Governments want to know not just where we go or who we meet. Above all, they want to know what is happening under our skin. What's our body temperature? What's our blood pressure? What's our medical condition? 
Now, I'm going to stop with this quote here just a second because I have to interject. This is the means by which this technology will get sold. Millions, if not billions, of people are going to fall for this crapola that said, look, we could get rid of your Social Security card, your Medicare supplement card, Everything, all the, all your meds and things that are be, that are online at your, or they're with the doctors, you can just have this stuff automatically on a chip of some sort, something under your skin, so you never have to carry any of this ID. But oh, by the way, as it says in Revelation, you won't be able to buy or sell unless you produce that mark. But the but. That's not how the Antichrist is going to break it in, uh, upon us. He's not going to say, look, I'm going to give you this mark. You've got you to put this into your skin if you want to buy or sell. No, he's a seducer. He's a charlatan. He's going to be as slimy as Obama. He's going to be as brainless, however, uh, in a false sort of way as Biden. But he's going to be animated by the devil. I'm only quoting the word. That's how he's going to get people to buy into it. So Harari goes on to say, Now, quote, humans are developing even bigger powers than ever before. We are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. We are acquiring the power to re-engineer life. Now, keep in mind, it was Satan that said, I will ascend to the Most High. I will be like the Most High. I will be God. Satan has always been around about control, control, control. It is very clear. It, it is brain dead clear in Scripture. That's all that Satan wants. When he tempts Jesus three times, it's about fall down and worship me. Do this. Let me be in control. And I'll do this for you, Jesus. Oh, thanks, Satan. Well, Satan doesn't get it yet. That's all he's been trying to do. It is the animating driving force behind Klaus Schwab. It's the animating driving force behind the Democrats, formerly known as Democrats. So what does Harari go on to say? If you don't think that there's a religious component to this, listen to this. He said, I mean, quote, all these stories about Jesus rising from the dead, and being the Son of God, this is fake news. Isn't that unbelievable? This is fake news. And continuing, he said, quote, Humans are now hackable animals. You know, there's a common view that humans, they have the soul or spirit, and they have free will, and nobody knows... Whatever they do, they don't, don't, nobody knows what's happening inside of me, they say. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will. That is over. End quote. End quote. What's happening inside me, I get to choose what I want to do and be. Whether I who I vote for or whether what I choose in the supermarket, this is my free will. The top advisor to the most powerful man in the world said, those days are over. Supermarket, revelation, you will not be able to buy or sell without the mark 
of the beast. These are tough days ahead. Get right with God. Confess your sins to Jesus. Accept Him into your heart. And then you ride hard for the brand. You don't haven't done all to stand, you stand. Maybe they take you out. Maybe they slaughter you. Maybe you are miraculously saved and spared. But you gloriously finish your life. You finish it the way God's called you to do. Sit tall in the saddle. Remember, America, you ride for the brand, the brand of Jesus Christ. God bless you. See you next week.